Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee. Today we discuss silver, the cheap precious metal that is set for a multi-week rally. I say set, perhaps I should say could be set. So US US inflation numbers came in on Tuesday at 8.3%. The, the markets were expecting something lower something with a seven handle after all the oil price had fallen back, not to mention most commodities. 8.3% was above expectations and the markets did not like it one bit. Down they went like liquid through an open sluice. I've been on the boats, that's why I'm thinking in terms of sluices and um, locks. Um, Hopes of a sustained recovery since the June carnage went with them. Actually, not totally. While the S&P 500, which I use as a barometer for global markets, has been making a sequence of lower highs since the beginning of the year, i.e. the broader trend is down, it has also been making a series of higher lows since June, meaning the intermediate trend is up. Yesterday's lows are still higher than last week's lows, which were higher than the July lows, which were higher than the June lows. So there's something of an intermediate term uptrend in place. And if you draw a trend line, again, you can see the chart in the article of both the lows and the highs, they're both still intact. So you end up with something of a wedge pattern. And if you dabble in such dark arts as day trading or short term flips, I'd wager that the odds in the short term favour going long with a stop just below the rising trend line with a target perhaps as high as 4,200, but use tight stops, rallies can fail at any time. We saw that already this week. So if the market moves in your favour, you want to keep moving your stops up to protect gains. Unlike some patterns, double tops, head and shoulders, highs and lows, for example, which I find quite useful, I've over the years found wedges to be utterly useless as predictive tools. So I'm not going to forecast off the back of it, but there's a long-term downtrend Will in a month or two, assuming both these trend lines hold, which is an assumption in in itself, should shortly butt up against a jittery shorter-term uptrend and one of them will prevail. Seasonally, we're in a bad time of year for markets. The last four Septembers, I learn, have all seen sell-offs between 5 and 20%. So stock market-wise, I do not see this as a time to be taking huge risks or making large bets. It's time for prudence and capital conservation. I was, however, encouraged by the action in precious metals, in particular the dogs of recent months, silver and platinum. Yes, they sold off, but on a relative basis, they actually held up quite well. And this comes on the back of an extraordinary day on Monday when silver rose some 5%. Now, my ambivalence towards silver is long since documented. There is no other metal with as much potential. It's both a monetary metal and an industrial metal used in virtually every computer-related application you can think of. Every phone, every computer contains silver, not to mention all the bio and the other tech. It should be a play on both currency debasement and technological progress. Yet in practice it proves to be neither, and at $19 is trading at the same price it was in 1980. There's about 15 times as much silver in the Earth's crust as there is gold, hence there's an argument that silver should be one fifteenth of the gold price, which is what it was historically. Over $100, in other words. But I've been listening to such arguments for 20 years and the metal never delivers. Silver aficionados scream manipulation, but they've been screaming that since the 1970s. Why would you want to own something whose price is deliberately suppressed by Fowers? powers far greater than you. Surely you'd want to own something whose price is artificially boosted. There's more profit in it. 
I own silver, quite a bit in fact, and I own some silver miners because one day you never know it might actually go to the moon. That's its planet after all. And I want to make sure I've got a seat on the rocket if it does. I don't think I could live with myself if it went to the moon and I didn't have exposure having written about it so much over the years. But I've long since stopped holding my breath. That said, I do think silver could enjoy a multi-week rally from here and I'll explain why. The COMEX is the world's largest futures and options trading exchange for metals. There are three groups of traders, the commercials, the large speculators and the small speculators. The commercials tend to be seen as the smart money and, as they're often acting on behalf of miners, they tend to be sellers and so they tend to be short. And every Friday evening, the positions of the various traders on the exchange from the previous Tuesday, three days before, the open interest, as it's known, is announced. And on Friday, we discovered something extraordinary, that the commercials are net long, i.e. they're buyers, for only the third time in 40 years. That suggests a genuine shortage of metal. Meanwhile, the speculators, who for the most part don't have metal to deliver, are net short, and this opens up a possibility for a short squeeze. Anecdotally, I'm also hearing of silver shortages. It's hard to acquire bullion anywhere close to spot prices. Now, this is silver, so do not get your hopes up and don't take on too much risk. If it can go wrong, it will. But there is every reason to think a multi-week rally is on the cards. If the broader market's correct, then silver will come tumbling down with them. But if they can remain flat or rising slightly, then silver could enjoy a good run. Buying silver is justifiable on a value basis. It's cheap below $20. It's displayed lots of relative strength over the past few days. My moving average crossover system is also on a buy signal. So go silver. But remember, folks, it's silver. <laughs> if you want to buy physical silver, my recommended bullion dealer is the Pure Gold Company, with whom I have an affiliation deal. And finally, if you're in London, uh, there's a link in the uh, article. And if you're in London and nearby uh, on the 28th or the 29th of September, please come and see my lecture with funny bits, how heavy, about the history of weights and measures. It's in the West End of the Museum of Comedy and it's a 7 to 8 p.m. show. So you can come along and go out for dinner after. Um, and there's a link in the article where you can buy tickets. It's a very interesting subject, effectively how you perceive the world. And I hope to see you there. Goodbye. <laughs>